Hello, I'm Christopher Cassan, and this is Ireland's Edge. This is not a drill. One of Ireland's most exciting voices right now is Cello, who has been making waves at home and abroad with his infectious mix of rap and trad samples that he calls Gaelic Drill. Hailing from Clondalkin in southwest Dublin, Cello has been collaborating with traditional musician and producer A.O. Max to produce a unique sound that's brand new but also rooted in Ireland's rich musical past. On today's episode, Cello and Max speak to music journalist Andrea Cleary about their backgrounds and collaboration. This conversation was recorded with a live audience at Hen's Teeth in Dublin and begins with Max treating us to a performance on the Illin Pipes. How's everyone doing? Hope everyone's good. Yeah, my name is Cello, and this is the best producer in the world, Max. So yeah, this is my producer, the main guy behind everything I do. And yeah, he just killed it, and I'm proud of him, like, (laughs) honestly. Max, everybody. It might... um it might surprise some people to learn that we're actually going to have a discussion about Irish drill right now. But um, 
the pair of you are really the nexus of where bo- both of your worlds meet and I'm really really excited to chat to you about that. Solo, I'm going to start with you. Um the Gaelic drill is something that is it's new, it's exciting and you are very much spearheading this. Um and both of you were working together in really interesting ways. Can you tell me about your your history with drill music outside of Ireland and and within it and what is it that is exciting you about this genre in this country right now? So um so with me I started off listening to drill when I was in secondary school. But it was a lot more darker and I, I couldn't really connect to it as much. You know what I mean? Because it wasn't really like indigenous, indigenous to me. Like obviously, most of the stuff I listened to was in the UK, was in America. Just wasn't like anywhere near my estate or my home, in, in a sense. So I felt like when I first started making music as an artist, I felt like in order to be able to maybe open a new niche or a new market, it has to be something that people can connect to. You know what I mean? And not any people, just literally people that understand the same background. Obviously, with me being from Ireland, being from Clondalkin, growing up in Ireland my whole life, being able to create relatable music was was actually really important to me from like the start of my journey. You know what I mean? So I was feeling the moment that I introduced myself as an artist, I needed something different, something completely different against literally everything that that's, that's already been done. You know what I mean? So I was feeling in order to do that, I would need like some sort of like max, you know what I mean? Someone that can play like obviously traditional vocal instruments. And then when he hit me up, it was like the best thing ever. So I'm passing well, it over to him. <laughs> well, before we get to that yeah. great meeting of the minds, and it yeah. is something that the pair of them celebrate on their anniversary every year, which is yeah, really yeah, adorable. We do. Um, <laughs> my favorite thing I learned today. Um, Max, you had a different um, route into in, into music. If you can tell us a bit about that. Yeah, well, basically, I've always really been around music. Well, my dad makes music, and uh, I have a lot of artists in my family as well. But uh, I definitely grew up with a lot of different type of music. And um, when I was about 11 or 12, I started playing the tin whistle. Um, I don't know if anyone, probably a lot of people know, uh, John Francis Flynn actually taught me tin whistle. Um, he was my first tin whistle teacher. And then um, Ready Pete after that from Lancome. And um, after a few years of playing uh, tin whistle, I started, uh, they basically asked me if I wanted to try out the Ellen Pipes. Like there's no real, um, there's no one in my family who actually plays traditional music, Irish music. Uh, I was the first. Um, and uh, it was just, I, I just picked it up after being asked if I wanted to do it. And then I just stuck with it after that for for a while. Sick. And um then just after after a few years, I, I kind of started playing them less because I was listening to a lot of music that was uh, that my friends were listening to. Obviously, rap. Like when I was in secondary school as well, I was listening to probably the same stuff you were listening yeah, to. Yeah, definitely. And uh, yeah, basically, I kind of just subconsciously put those two things together. Yeah. My my knowledge of uh, of traditional Irish music, and then um, just the music I was listening to. It just all came together very naturally, yeah. and um, and and the two of you met through a it, it's a modern love story through a DM slide. Yeah, 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 yeah. On, I, I said in his DM on Instagram. It was, um, it, was really, it was the funniest thing ever. I was literally like, "Oh man, you're so good." I was like, "Thanks." <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah, it. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, like honestly, you see what us, yeah. It was like you see what guys, yeah. Like 
if if um if someone like shows appreciation, like you never know how uh, he never knew how I, I would take it. Like obviously me saying thanks to him was kind of like he didn't know like that thanks actually held weight, like uh, yeah, actually yeah, meant yeah. a lot. But like to him, he's probably like, oh yeah, that's that's already in his gram. <laughs> but like obviously down the line, when it came to like the nitty gritty, like oh I'm about to drop my first song, what what should I do? How can I do it? Who can I call? I literally reached out to every producer under the sun. You know what I mean? And there was someone that texted me time ago. He was, at the time, I think you were like secondary school, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah I, w- I would have been um, 17 at the time. I think. Yeah, 17. So this is, this is only, well, like la- last yeah, year? Like two uh, yeah, years, two years, nearly yeah. two years now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. two years ago. This was yeah, they are that young, by the yeah. way. <laughs> 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 yeah. And uh, I would have been about 20, so I was like, oh, this fella, is, he's doing a leaving, so he needs to focus on the, you know, the books, you know what I mean? So then I was then like, ah, I oh, should I bring him to the studio? But like, ah, do you know what I mean? Because see with me, yeah, when I was his age, I was like, I wasn't even thinking about music. All he started thinking about music when I met Max. And literally, like, it's kind of like for me, I felt like in order to, like, I'm repeating myself again, but like, I felt like uh, the, the type of guy I am, yeah, I hate making generic stuff. You know what I mean? The stuff that's already been done. Like originally, I, I wanted to call uh, Gaelic Drill Kjol, but then I felt I won't be able to sell to like, obviously people that don't understand what Kjol means. You know what I mean? Only that obviously uh, us, like, th- that we speak Irish, you know what I mean? People that understand the meaning of Kjol would know what Kjol means. It could mean anything. But, like, I felt like, all right, let's let's not make it too hard. Let's just call it Gaelic drill. You get me? So people then know, oh, yeah, Gaelic football, Gaelic drill, Gaelic music, Gaelic drill. You get me? So then in my head, I was then, okay, cool. If we're going to make Gaelic drill, it has to have three things. It has to have... I literally made Max, like, literally, anytime Max makes a beat, I was like, did you put a bit of Gaelic in it? Did you put, did you add the half? Did you, did you put the, t- the tin whistle? Are you, did you put, you know what I mean? Literally just stuff like that, like to show that being Irish is the new thing. Like a lot of kids don't understand this. And that's what I feel like I'm here for. Like I don't want to sound like I'm up my own, you know what? But like, I feel like people need to understand that being Irish now is the thing. You know what I mean? It, it's cool. We, we are who we are because of the hard work people have put in to, like obviously with me, I'm, I'm a real like, uh, like, I love stories, I love history, you know what I mean? So, because of what our fathers, not obviously, let me not lie, but obviously, um, because of what the, the father, like say your fathers would have done. You know what I mean? Like, you see, that's the way I am. To me, I'm, in my head, I, I, I can feel a connection to like M. De Valera, um, Padraig Pears. I feel that kind of connection. You know what I mean? That's why I say our fathers. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, in a sense, when I met Max, I was like, yo, this is sick. He can play Ellen Pipes. Whoa. Like, you know what I mean? To me, to me as like someone that's never seen it been done before, like where I am, it's a different world for Max. So that DM alone means so much because it's literally his world meeting my world. You know what I mean? But him being able to open up and say, oh, Cello, look, I have the low whistle for you. I'll play that as well. I do this as well. Or if you, if you want a bit of Fadok Stan, I'll put it in as well. You know, Tim Whistle. So if you want a bit of Timber, so I put it in as well. So literally me being able to, for him to say that to me as well and open up that, that he's proud, yeah, I play these instruments, I'm proud of it. I was like, yo, bro, we need to incorporate it, bro. And I do my part, boy, obviously adding the Oscar again, trying a few cute Irish language. Because to me, I think that the Irish language is cute. Like, you know what I mean? I think it's cute. I was like, yo, if you're talking to a girl, you're trying to know, oh, how are you doing? You know what I mean? It's, it's, a sweet, it's sweet in the air. So I'm like, yo, it, if you listen to my music, there's, there's like a couple of skeleton there, you know what I mean? The, the easy ones, the ones that stuff people can understand, you know what I mean? And to me, that's important for keeping the language alive and 
being able to promote it as well as um, teach it. That's the way I look at it personally, anyways. So yeah. Well. And Max, you are um, you are obviously a musician and you are a producer, but you're also quite an archive enthusiast. I called you a crate digger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you you like going and finding undiscovered work or 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 even work that I mean you've 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 used the Chieftains, uh, you've mm-hmm. used Sinead O'Connor, yeah. Um, work that you can reform and reuse in a new way mm. al- alongside cello. Um, how how is it that you see what it how how are you reshaping those kind of traditional? Uh, music or tracks mm. and what is it that you're trying to bring them into the this modern sound what what is their role within that sound do you think um well i i wouldn't say that any of the music i i use or sample would be dead you know i'm not bringing it from any because they are they all have their own place already and uh i try my best to maybe not disrespect any any of the music that i, uh, that I uh, sample you know, I, I like to reach out to every artist that, that I'd be working with, um, except Sinead O'Connor. I didn't actually, uh, I, I wasn't able to get through to her. But, I um, think she's quite hard to get a hold yeah, of. Yeah, about yeah, 40 yeah. emails at least. <laughs> <laughs> you but, tried. Um, yeah, I tried, I tried. Um, but um, yeah, I like, um, basically, actually, my mom actually sends me a lot of the tracks I, I'd sample. Um, for, I don't know if you, if any of you listen to Augie, one of the cello songs. Um, at the start, there's a there's a singer. This is like it, it was a cover of Tricolored House um, by a traveler singer. Her name was Mary Kate McDonough. And um, basically, the the original audio only has like maybe 30, 30 views or something on YouTube. And my mom found that on some um, archive website of old traveler recordings. Just um, just Shano singing and all, and she sent me that, and uh, I really liked the. It was it was a kind of dark, eerie vibe to it, and I felt like I could kind of bring it to life. And I even saw um, a lot of, um, I think, relatives of her. She's uh, passed away now, but I saw a lot of her relatives commenting on uh, on the song, actually being like, "Ah, oh, this is this is my great granny. Uh, uh, like, uh, I'm so happy that you use this. Uh, that that must be really be, special for the both of yeah, you to yeah, yeah. have that experience. Yeah." yeah. And I mean, for, for I, I think there's such magic when the two of you come together um, and drill is is a, a genre that is very whether it is in Chicago or London or here at home, it's extremely rooted in place, yeah. um, mm-hmm. a sense of place. And traditional Irish music is is, is, is it has a similar um, aspect to it as well. And when both of you are working together, is it that sense of place? Are, are, are you trying to create something anew? Are you trying to say that, look, we're, we're for first generation Ireland. Yeah. We, we are now the guys and, uh, and the women as well who want to have a say in what the future of this genre looks like, yeah. but to a further extent, what the future of what Ireland should look like. Facts, literally, you, you, geez, that was bang on. See, you, see, you see what I loved about that question? Yeah, it was. Li- it just embodies the reason why we do what we're doing. You know what I mean? We re- we're really trying to reach out to the younger generation, that not even the 14-year-olds. I'm talking about the 10-year-olds, the, the kids that be watching American movies, that be listening to American music, that, yo, we have that as well. You know what I mean? We have that as well. You support us as much as you support whoever you're listening to. You know what I mean? And obviously the relate the re- relative. Oh, sorry, Jesus. 
the rel- relatability is there. You know what I mean? They understand where I'm from and it's, it's easily reflected in the music. I've been able to build that connection and show them that, yo, this fella is from the same background as you, speaks the same language, we listen to the same music, probably went to the same school. It, it gives them a light and gives them like hope in a sense. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's literally, that's about it. Yeah, and it's it, it's quite important to you that you rap in your own accent as yeah, well. That's fine, yeah, um, I think part of um, a lot of criticism in the past uh, about Irish rap in particular, um, but it could definitely be extended to um, Irish popular music as well, is that there was very little Irish accents involved in it. And I think with this new wave now, especially in in hip hop and certainly in drill, there is a sense that the accent is important. Um, You and I were talking earlier about um, what what if Stormzy had uh, decided to rap in an American accent, would the UK... um, seen be what it is now and it probably wouldn't um do you do you see yourself as as somebody who wants to kind of spearhead that so somebody who's proud of having an irish accent 100 percent. like that's the reason why i felt like i have to go even harder in some cases because what i'm trying to do is bigger than clondalkins bigger than dublin in a sense bigger than ireland you know what i mean i'm trying to show people that look we have our own we have our own music we have our own instrumentals that's, that's why I'm so happy for Max, yeah. We have our own instruments as well, you know what I mean? We have our own samples. Everything is organic. Being able to pitch it to people from America, UK, France, that, yo, you want to listen to Irish music? Here it is. It's from the beat alone, yeah, you know, oh, oh, this is new. You hear the lyrics, oh, he speaks Irish as well. And then you now see the video, oh, this is this is Ireland, you know what I mean? Oh, he's wearing a Dublin jersey, he's, wearing, he's holding a hell, you know what I mean? It's just little elements like that. Even in, in the Augie video, I had my first point of Guinness. That was the first time I ever tasted Guinness. I was about really? 20. I was 20 years old. How yeah? was it? Best thing ever. Really? Best thing ever. You, you yeah. liked it the first time. No, no the, one likes no, it in the fairness, first yeah, time. In fairness, yeah. The first time, yeah, I was shooting a video. So, like, I had to be serious, innit? So, I, I had my first sip. I was like, oh, sorry, sorry. But you see with me, yeah. You see with me, yeah. If I have a sip, yeah, and I don't like it, I still finish it. So, like, I finished it. But at the end of the shoot, we shot at Phoenix Park. I was... Like it's uh, obviously yeah, I'm, I'm normally a RE. I, I can normally handle drink, yeah. But it's, this was like a man's drink, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's a bit, it's a bit stronger. I, I didn't have to take it in. I, my first time taking it in a Guinness, but like now, it's I literally have it with everything. I can have it with cereal at this point, <laughs> you know what I mean? So that, that's the way I am. Like honestly, like like ask the missus there. I'm literally Morgan and Guinness. Oh, what you want? Oh yeah, usual Morgan and Guinness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? So. That's the way I am. Even in my music videos, like being able to incorporate that. Oh, this fella, oh, he's, he's wearing a he's wearing a paddy hat. Oh, he's wearing a suit. I look. Excuse me. I love making like 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 obviously incorporating any sort any sort of tradition to every single aspect of the video. You know what I mean? Even though even some videos, yeah, my most recent video was is a complete change from that. That's why I had to speak a lot of Irish in my next release to show that this is Ireland. The beat. Has a, I think it's Tim Whistle in it? Yeah, Low Whistle. He has yeah, Low Whistle. The, the B yeah. has Low Whistle. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I said, what's it called? So I was like, I, I remember I remember we're making that beat and he brought his Low Whistle to the studio and there's about like 12 guys in the studio and everybody was like, oh my God, this is sick. You know what I mean? It's the, it's the best feeling ever. So like, like even being able to encourage like people like Max at the time, Max was young to like, yo, keep playing this, yo. Get more people out there. Get more instrumentalists. Get, we need more kids that, that want to invest in themselves on and take up Irish instruments as well as like 
Irish uh, music. So like even people see even like Max now being here and um, us posting it and us sharing th this interview, it could encourage like the next maybe the next twelve to the next generation of Irish eyes that want to just stick to the instruments. Maybe someone wants to follow a career and j maybe join Lakela as an instrumentalist. Like obviously encourages them that yo, there's hope. You know what I mean? That this could actually take me somewhere. You know what I mean? And that's the best feeling. Do you, know? you ever come across um, anybody in the traditional space who would feel at all protective about the use of traditional oh, yeah. sounds? And um, and if you do, how how do you kind of reckon with that? How do you explain what it is that you're trying to do with this? That you're not trying to change traditional yeah, Irish music. You're just trying to. Um, you're trying to blend it with the modern day. Absolutely, yeah. I do come across that a lot, actually. Um, just get a few comments and whatnot. You know the usual, but like, uh, yeah, you know, you're not from Ireland, da da da, da go back to your country, so, sort of buzz. I'm, I'm not, to me, I've been getting that since so I was being far. I, I, I'll take it any day. You know? <laughs> you know? Well, it's, it's, it's not good, but like, you know what I mean? Um, to me, like, words cannot hurt me enough to stop my dream, you know what I mean? So like that's what I look at. Like I've worked so hard for this. They don't understand. I've worked so hard for this. I paid for every like obviously starting my career. I paid for a lot of my my uh, studio sessions. So like for someone to say a couple of words won't stop me from doing what I'm doing. But like I normally do get it. Like, like at least every release. But just being able to just ignore it because regardless, even the public eye, you're gonna get a few hate comments regardless. So taking on the chin. What about you, bro? What, do you get any? Uh, no. Definitely, I haven't gotten any uh, yeah. direct messages saying saying that and saying that I'm trying to re redefine traditional Irish music any of that because uh, we're not like we're definitely not trying to redefine no, traditional music because that that has its own it's its own world there you know um, but I don't know I do feel like people definitely definitely think that yeah. maybe talk about it too be like ah the the those two things shouldn't mix you know drill and and the traditional Irish music two different worlds yeah. that shouldn't mix. I'd say I'd say a few people do think that, but um, no, nah, definitely no one's ever really uh, said it to me. Well, good because they can yeah. come through me. What? We're gonna hear the song Dublin in a few minutes. Um, yeah. Can you tell us about that track? And I I I love that you just named it Dublin as well, yeah. as if everything there. I mean, it's, it's Bloomsday tomorrow. I mean, yeah. is this is this your Ulysses? Is this like your statement of what yeah. what Dublin is to you yeah, at this sure. moment in life? Uh, tell us a bit about about that track and and uh, Max as well about the um, about the production as well. Sick. So, um, well, yeah. Um, with that track, like Sella was saying, um, he reached out. Or I reached out to him, and then he. He basically gave me the the initial idea that he wanted um, Foggy Dew to be used, incorporated um, into a drill, uh, a drill backing track, a drill beat, and um, it, it did take me a lot of tries because those two, at the time, drill had a very distinct sound. There weren't that many people experimenting with it. It had its own like formula, you know, uh, with dark piano, dark, dark whatever, a very dark sound. Yeah. And using this Shinado Kana sample, um, I mean, it is a it is a very dark song too, but it just it didn't sound like a everyday a drill song. So it took me it definitely took me a good few tries to get it right. Um, I sent them back, and I wasn't good at producing back then either. Like, it's still fairly young. Yeah, I was only starting uh, a few months. Well, probably now a whole year I'd say I would have been producing at that time, and um, 
but yeah, I was still definitely learning. And um, I don't feel like I was ready to release a song at that moment. But uh, I'm still very grateful that Cello seen and his management, Gino, seen, uh, that, um, seen the potential basically in what the initial thing that I sent them. Um, and it took me a few tries. I sent them back probably five versions yeah, or something until we got it right. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, basically from there, it, then we met up in the yeah, studio yeah. for the first time after a few weeks, I think. And uh, yeah, then shot the video yeah. and, uh, and the rest was history. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Salah, if you can talk us through the lyrics of it a bit and how, how you approached it. Oh, yeah, was this something that just came or or were, oh, were you holding on to these lyrics for a see, while? Uh, that's, that's a good question. You see that uh, Dublin track, yeah? It was more like, you see what I noticed about kids, yeah? Like we look, we look taking pride like obviously, as a as a kid growing up from Clondalkin, oh, where you from? Oh, I'm out of Clondalkin. You know what I mean? I've been here. You know this. Um, you know what I mean? Like we we like ownership. So like the first lines have to be where you're from. You'll be from Dublin. So originally, I wanted to be Clondalkin. Like it was meant to be called D22 because I really wanted it to be like a niche. Because my my aim was to literally make a track for my area, then make a track for Dublin, then make a track for Ireland. You know what I mean? Just literally grow, expand. But then. With the whole COVID, I was like, ah. Oh. My manager even said, oh, let's just call it Dublin. Just leave out the, the area code. Just call it Dublin. Like, that alone just, like, I think brought attraction because we dropped it in around the Paddy's Day week during COVID when people were looking up Dublin, but, like, to see, oh, the Paddy's Day fest parade still go on. You know what I mean? So if you look up Dublin on uh, YouTube, you, you're going to see a bunch of <laughs> corner shop, <laughs> kids at the corner shop or some sort. So, yeah. So um, even at that, the lyrics in Dublin alone is just like, yo, being from Dublin, you don't know a thing about me. Just literally talking about myself and talking about my area and literally promoting, like, what actually happens in my area. Like, even in the lyrics in, in Dublin, yeah, they're a bit, like, I want to, they're a bit, they're a bit grim in some parts, but it's literally as the events were happening, I was in the studio, oh, this happened? Oh, I got to the studio, record it. So, like, Dublin, if you listen to Dublin carefully, it's like a story. It's literally one incident, one incident, one incident. And as it were happening in real life, I was literally going to the studio recording it. I'll go to the studio record two, three lines, go home. I spend about 50 euro for three lines, like, uh, you know, <laughs> and I'll come back again, uh, another 50. He, he literally just said four words, you know what I mean? So literally, I was just, it was a long process, but thank God for that track because that track changed my life. It made me to meet the best people I've ever met ever. And it got me a record deal as well. And just literally, it's put me in places that I'd just never see myself ever being if it wasn't for like my bang up team. You know what I mean? My team is just, everyone's just on the same page. Everyone works hard. And we all believe in each other's abilities. That's it. I mean, I think that seems like the perfect place yeah, to yeah. leave it. Um, <laughs> Uh, Max and I are going to get out of the way uh, while while you get ready. But um, Max, everybody, absolutely beautiful yeah. performance earlier. And uh, Salam. Thank you. So, go on, DJ. This is DJ Babyface. Everyone make some noise for DJ Babyface. Go on, look at him. Bang on. Don't want it too loud, yeah? I'm not going to rap too much, yeah? I'm just going to explain the words to you, yeah? We'll break it down for all of you, yeah? This is called Dublin Boy Cello. Me. It's on uh, YouTube, it's on Spotify, it's on everything. Just look up, it's really nice. Plus, the kids love it as well, the kids love it. Uh, 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 uh,
two, one, two, three, go. Yo, being from Dublin, but you don't know a thing about me. I never been to, never been OT. I'm on the seaside with my Raptors beat. I got love for the boys on the seaside, cause seaside got love for me. Shasaki, that's my clan, my family. Yo, being from Dublin, but you don't know a thing about me. I never been to, never been OT. I'm on the seaside with my Raptors beat. I got love for the boys on the seaside, cause seaside got love for me. Shasaki, that's my clan, my family. I heard all this talk about gangin'. What you know about gangin', you couldn't last five minutes in, but no You get pulled on the tour team bus, trust you be singing like Marley Malone Just get a bear on the Nanga road That's not my voice, yeah, dark step, if you act tough from an area code I told bro, put a whip in Reavers, but the Reavers stick trust ain't walking Hesh, got slurs in the face in the back of me, so it's big bros looking If you hear bang, better close them doors, if you hear bang, better close them curtains they lost her son, she said she ain't hurting, but she's hurting We brought for the love with a band on hours, workers up, noise and early Round here we don't move a gun to ride a mash rope with hammers and hailies Ride a gold there with boys and scramblers You might have found from gangsters We're from postmen and part-time trappers Postmen and part-time trappers, yo Bros that stick to the school thing, if it don't work it's rap or trapping I say it again cause I said it before Round here you get killed for the scores, so best watch your watch when you walk at you kill more <laughs> Yo Yo, being from Dublin, but you know what's shit about me. I never been to, never been OT. I'm on the seaside with my Raptors B. I got love for the boys on the seaside, cause seaside got love for me. Shasaki, that's my clan, my family. Yo, being from Dublin, but you know what's shit about me. I never been to, never been OT. I'm on the seaside with my Raptors B. I got love for the boys on the seaside, cause seaside got love for me. Shasaki, that's my clan, my family. Don't go trust they feeling us. They feeling us. If you sound like them, you can never be one of us A rap boy E like a Robbie Keen My bros on the wing, no Damien Duff 16 with a 16 inch, just talk about bad for things and stuff If you see an L, they still jogging Best believe you will leave your tracks to you They catch you and you ain't got nothing They will grab you and smash your face Hey, hey, it's a scary place You got Rob boy, your next door neighbor And the next day they ask for a favor Maybe that gonna showcase Yo, yo, mad up, mad up Run air that shit, don't add up You're real bad man, come man, get stabbed up You want to chat shit, ugly boy, get bang up It's far from gold in the hood, but still got low from so to the town Real talk, what you know about struggle I swear around there, we're close to the Yo, being from Dublin, but you don't know what's bitch about me I never been to, never been OT I'm on the seaside, I'm a grafters B I got love for the boys in the seaside, cause seaside got love for me Aye, aye, Shasaki, that's my clan, my family Yo, being from Dublin, but you don't know what's bitch about me I never been to, never been OT I'm on the seaside, I'm a grafters B I got love for the boys in the seaside, cause seaside got love for me Aye, Shasaki, that's my clan, my family Thank you so much to Cello and Max for speaking with Andrea Cleary at Hen's Teeth in Dublin. Cello's new album, Cello Tape, is out now. On our next episode, Nula O'Connor speaks to traditional musician Owen O'Canavon about music and activism in Dublin. To make sure that you don't miss that or any of our other episodes, subscribe now wherever you get your podcasts. This has been a South Wind Blows production, and I'm Christopher Gassan. Thank you for joining me, and I look forward to welcoming you next time on Ireland's Edge.